Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. But mine's money. Okay. Steve, you're recording? Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. Let's get started then. All right. I'm ready. All right. Great. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. And Andy. Hey, now. Hey, now. All right. All right. We are, what are we? Wow. Episode 160, Review Series Volume 2, the Oxy 4 Max. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So before we go into that review, which I'm dying to hear, let's catch up with everyone's week. We all had an interesting week. At least, at least Sunday morning was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who'd like to go first? Andy. Yeah, I can go first. Awesome. We did the RC After Hours show yes. Sunday morning, and that was a blast. That was. Yeah. It was, was really fun. Mm-hmm. Video, which I've not done before, so that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Seeing you two guys yeah, crack, cracking up my monitor and all that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it was <yep>. fun. <laughs> it was. It was a lot of fun, dude. I was, yeah, uh, it really that, was. I've been listening to that show uh well, since I started, really, yeah, yep, when they too. were doing the uh, the flight test podcast, mm-hmm. I actually preferred the when the after hours guys did it, just because it was, you know, they were just hanging out and talking and bench flying and bsing, and I always thought that was the the more interesting part of it. Yeah. So, yeah, those guys are fun. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So after we did the show. I got out and did a little bit of flying Sunday afternoon and a uh, buddy Neil came by with his airplane. Did you guys happen to see the video I posted? I Dude, that thing was see insane. That video. Insane. <laughs> yes. He had a, a an 88 inch extreme flight edge 540 that he'd bought used. It was, uh, he just threw some stuff in there and he was just screwing around with it. So he's doing these rolling harriers, like right on the deck, and he touched uh, the elevator to the ground and tore one side off. Yep, mm-hmm. which is not not really a big deal. It has a servo for each side, so right, no problem. So he just keeps flying around. Well, then he proceeds to tear the other side off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's like, "No, I got it. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, I got it." So he just kept rotating, you know, rolling, using the rudder, and flew around for like another minute, mm-hmm. minute, 20 seconds or something crazy, and then finally just killed the engine and flopped it down. Yeah. And you know the interesting part? The only damage in the entire situation was the spar that goes through the elevator and the little tabs that bolt, the, bolt them on, bolt the horizontal stabilizers on. So it's like a five minute five dollar fix. Didn't nice. break his prop. Didn't hurt anything else. I was quite astonished. That's it was insane, fun. man. Yeah, I'm amazed. You guys <laughs> got it back in one piece, and then yeah. he still went on and flew it. Yeah, another minute. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, and then let's see. Monday, the weather was gorgeous here. It was like sixty degrees. The sun was out. The sky was blue. So I busted through like 10 packs Monday, kind of on a long lunch break. Sweet. So that was fun. 
So I got quite a bit of flying in this weekend. What about you guys? Well, I can go next. Uh, it was, like you said, fantastic weekend, man. We were on the the podcast with the RC After Hours guys, and Chris is just a natural MC in front of the microphone, man. He's just Yeah, he's really good. Really good, man. And you know what I noticed? I don't know if you guys noticed this, but I noticed having the video really made me feel more comfortable in talking. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys noticed that or felt that too. I don't know. Like I'm comfortable now after we've done this for so long, but mm-hmm. yeah, there was more of a comfortable because I could see what you guys like. I could see you guys were getting what I was saying. I didn't have to go into some crazy detail. I don't know. It just felt more natural, you know. Yeah, sure. a little bit easier to not talk over one another because you right. can kind of see yes. what was going on. Yep. Yep. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was just that was just a ton of fun, man. And then I uh, went down to Flying Field with Steve and uh, the boys. I got a chance to see, you know, Devin and Rob McToon were down there. Bill Ann was down there. Mike Longo, uh, you know, the whole crew. There were some FPV guys flying around. And uh, flew 690 once. Um, once or twice? Once. I think once. I went to fly the Oxy-4 and I had something happen on takeoff and it didn't even get off the ground. It just Yeah, it just over. ate itself. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, I don't know what that. I think I might have had the blades too tight, and they weren't fully in the right spot. I don't know, um, mm. but I fixed that already. I mean, I fixed um, fixed it. Get coming home Sunday night. Make sure your spindle's not bent because yeah, I've I seen did. that happen with mine. Yeah, yeah. Good. no, I definitely made sure that in the main shaft, and uh, and then I got a chance to made in the five fifty. Mm-hmm. Oh and, yeah, uh, how'd that go? That was good. Um, we had some issues with some tail wag, and yeah. we, we thought we had got it. And we then because we I had one side was a little tight, one side was really loose. We loosened everything up to the point where it was just super smooth, you know. Mm-hmm. And it it still was wagging, but it wasn't as bad. We were changing with playing with rates. Rob was helping me out like a lot, not Rob McToon. And then we decided to take his tail blade set up off of his 550 and put it on mine and it was it was better uh it was still there slightly and he's running a smaller tail blade so he said you know go home take it apart make sure everything's correct according to manual i did that i i put it even put a little tiny bit of you know lubed it up a little bit more and whatever even though it was like but uh it was still uh you know i wanted to make sure it was okay put it Mm -hmm. put everything back and uh, i'm gonna i'm probably gonna try some smaller tail blades See if that does anything. It should, because it's all we changed on his. Is it no, just but his, the... his? No, it wasn't the only thing you changed. You changed his entire hub with his main grips or tail blade grips. So, well, right, yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't think going smaller tail blades are going to do anything. It's. Is it the slow mechanical tail yeah, wag? It's, it's, a, it's yeah, it's a but mechanical. It's wag. so smooth. It's smoother than his. Like it doesn't matter. It's so smooth. Flat. Put Just five, six it. flats on it, and then yeah, look at it. it. I bet in. you it'll be fixed. Yeah. Yeah, let it break in. Yeah. It was the same issue I had with my level 700 when I was flying that. And I, I had to do some thrust, not thrust burns, but the, some washers. And it still had the wag, but after like 10, 15 flights, mm-hmm. it just kind of worked its way out. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I don't even worry about it anymore. Unless it's going crazy, I try to get five or six flats on it. Usually it'll wear in, break in, and be fine. Yeah. I mean, initially, it was like, what, 20 degrees of movement? It was quite a bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it was still like that with the with my blades on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, I mean, it flew pretty good, and uh, I am thank Rob for helping me out. 
But my 690 flight, I was just super rusty, man. And I just was like, I got to sim. So I came home. I simmed last night. I simmed. Uh, I can. I sim Sunday night. I sim Monday night. Tuesday night. <clears throat> tonight I simmed. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna keep hitting that sim, man. Nice. And I fixed the. Uh, what did I say? I said I fixed the, the Oxy Four. So that's all I've been up to, man. Uh, what have you been up to, dude? Yeah. So first of all, being on the RC After Hours podcast was so much fun. I know. I know each of us said the same thing, but it really was. It was. And. After the show, I came to realize that it was actually really cool to do it Facebook Live. Yep. And I suggested to both of you guys that, you know, I think um, we might try this, but quarterly to do a Facebook Live Q&A session for an episode. So that way we can get, you know, answer questions and help people out and kind of contribute that way too, you know. So yeah, so I think it would be something cool to do. I think that would be awesome, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then after that, you know, we packed up our stuff. I I met you at the field. Yep, it was, you know, it was our core group of friends flying. Um, only one that wasn't there was I would say Mike D and and Eric, but um, yeah, it was great. It was actually, it started out really, really warm. <laughs> yeah, you know, like it it was like it wasn't too bad. I mean, it did get a little bit chillier as the wind picked up, but initially, like the wind was pretty calm and it was just hoodie weather, you know, and that's. Not normal here in January or late January in uh you know up no. here in the northeast. So so that was very nice. That was awesome to have that little break in the weather. Um and yeah, I had a I had a great day. I flew both my goblin twins, um, and my goblin five hundred and you know, they all came back in one piece. <laughs> I had uh you know, and, and you know, the thing is is like I, just like you, Kevin, I was super rusty. Like I didn't feel comfortable um flying really until i would say you know maybe my last couple of flights which was done on a black nitro um that's when i started feeling really really um you know uh comfortable so so that um and then let's see here last night i got a chance to do some work on one of my 3d planes and this is going to be the the plane that i'm gonna run some scientific experiments with and see how the laws of physics work. Oh boy! Yeah, so I, I got I got servos in there. I got a still going with there. that. Are you? Yes. Yeah, okay. just in case there's any listeners from our our club field, our club. I don't want them or AMA you. listeners. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. Okay. Um. But uh, yeah, I got I got some servos all laid in there. They're all working. I got the receiver hooked up. It all works. It's all you know. I haven't put like the wings back together of the the wing tube or anything, the you know the spar or anything. I didn't bolt anything together yet. I haven't put the canopy on. I haven't fitted a battery. But as far as the electronics, everything goes. The motor spins. All my servos work. Um, you know, being that this plane's probably not going to last too long, I didn't put the best equipment in there, so my rudder servos a little g- 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 a little shaky and doesn't center very well but whatever That'll yeah you fine. won't need a rudder no yeah yeah i'll bank and yank that and then <laughs> you know and then we'll we'll go from there but um so that's gonna be ready for maine soon so we gotta we gotta get that set up soon oh, so we'll talk about that yeah i can't wait <laughs> uh yeah i mean beyond that that's pretty much it you know i i haven't really simmed that you know i simmed a little last night but it's more like i just kind of like I go on the sim, I do like five, ten minutes of just trying to do some circuits, you know, work on my uh, my uh, hurricanes and, and funnels, um, 
and all eights, um, which I've noticed, you know, you know, when I was flying on, on Sunday that I felt a little bit more comfortable. I mean, they're, they were messy as hell, but I would, I was doing, you know, inverted funnels in both directions nice. with the tail down. So, so, you know, that's kind of two of the, two of the eight already, you know, not perfected, but I'm comfortable enough to throw the sticks into that position and let it go and, and, you know, keep on, you know, keep that, that funnel going. So, so that was cool. Um, so yeah. It's helping. I've been working on more fluid movements, trying to keep things fluid and flowing, and I'm like flipping and spinning and flipping and then picking it up off the ground, that type of deal. (laughs) But I've I've been trying to do that more. I don't know why, just because I'm feeling more comfortable doing that. I know I should practice uh, some more different stuff. Maybe I will, but I mean, for now, it's just I'm I'm trying to link things together and just, just, I don't know, just do fluid shit. Yeah, I mean, we're in this hobby to progress, but it's not all about progression. It's about right. having fun. So if it's like you want to sit there and you want to flip, 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 rotate, flip, 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 go for it. Do it, you know? Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's, it's you know, to each their own in this hobby. So don't don't feel like uh, any type of, like, not shame, but, like, being timid about, like, oh, man, I should be doing this, but I'm not. Don't worry about it. Just have fun. Yeah, no, exactly. And, and I'm, you know, I'm... S- just surprising myself a little bit as I do these things that the direction's really not mattering anymore. Like, you know, if I'm doing it one way, I'm doing it another way and I'm trying to stay like that. And mm-hmm. my, my half pyros that come out and I'm inverted and then just flying off inverted and either turning right or left, that's getting more fluid no matter which direction I come out of, which, you know, right, right or left rudder, you know, half pyro. So I just, I'm working on this. I'm not really working on it. I'm just sitting down at the sim and I'm, just trying to take it all in, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. All right. So let's move it on to the main topic here. Main all topic. Right. So the Oxy4 Max review. And mm-hmm. uh, this is this is Andy's review. So let's, uh, I'll leave you at it. I'm strapping in. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. going to be exciting, let me tell you. It's going to be awesome. All right. It better be. So, <laughs> Oxy4 Max. Yeah. So what's your first impressions first of this? First impressions. Well, I had the beta kit, so mm-hmm. there was really no box or, or packaging. It just come in a big bag. Um, but all the parts were nicely organized. All the sub-assemblies had their own little baggie. Mm-hmm. Yep. So not much to talk about there. I'm not sure how the production ones go, but I'm well, sure it comes I mean, in a box and all that stuff. Yeah. Beyond the box, I mean, what's your first impression about the carbon fiber CNC work? You know, like uh, the, yeah, the, I'll go into that in just okay. a second. Bit now, and finish, Andy. Before you get yeah. any further, is this your first oxy kit, or have you built oxy yes. before? No, this is the first oxy I've built. First oxy I've flown. Oh, oh wow. this is awesome. Okay, first oxy I've actually really, really looked at. Okay more than just five feet away right right. totally new to the whole oxy world nice um fit and finish slash build the finish uh the cnc work is fantastic Uh, all the plastic parts are molded well the carbon finish i would say is just average some of the holes were a little bit rough and some of the edges were a little bit rough okay Mm -hmm. you know could have been a dull bit on a friday afternoon it's not bad not the worst i've seen but definitely not the best so i kind of rank that as middle average 
the fit is, was excellent, though. Had no filing, sanding, dremeling, everything lined up properly and bolted together. No issues. Uh, you know, some kits you have to maybe tweak a little bit of a hole here or there. Mm-hmm. Right. None of that. Everything just bolted up perfect the first time. So that was nice. Uh, it went together fast. I did have an issue with the tail pitch slider binding. Uh, the um, the tail pitch, I guess you call it arm. Right, it's like has a, a 90 fork. degree. Yeah, the 90 degree arm, and then you have the fork okay. that moves the actual tail pitch slider. Right. Mm-hmm. That part was binding. Yeah, so yeah. I had to t- heat it and tweak it just a little bit. I think that issue has been resolved, so I don't think it's a problem anymore. But I did run into that. It just took a couple seconds to fix. Not really a, a big deal. Yeah, let me ask you. Did you have the... So since you had the beta kit, you had the original tail, not the updated version, right? Correct. Okay. So, yeah, Correct. I think definitely it has been fixed during, uh, with the revision. Yeah, I think so. I, di- I did get... I have since updated everything. Mm-hmm. And when I put the new parts on, I didn't have to do anything. But... I, you don't get a new tail pitch control, so my tweaked one could okay. still be, you know, I don't know about the production one. I would assume it's fixed because it was a known issue, and I think they addressed it. Right on. Yeah. Uh, the wiring was super simple. Uh, it's kind of an open design, so the wiring was very easy to hide inside the frame, keep it clean which is nice. Yeah, I like the, the fact that they give you little holes for the zip ties. Yes, they have yeah. holes Every so to, often. to attach the wiring. So it, it's it's easy to wire cleanly, and I like that. Everything's easy to get to for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, one issue I ran into is the plastic boom clamp wasn't perfectly flat. Uh, and by that, I mean you have two halves that bolt together and clamp the boom between them. Okay, and the way it's molded you kind of end up with a high spot in the middle where they do where they meet Mm -hmm. and that wouldn't really be an issue except that's kind of the best place to mount the fly barless unit so i would like to have that flatter if that makes any sense yeah i'm guessing you didn't watch my oxy4 build video back then (laughs) no yeah did you have a fix for that yeah, you just take a hobby knife and just shave it down a little. Yeah, well, that's, that's it's what like I the, did. Yeah, it's basically just flashing on the, on the well, edge. Well, mine was closet. more than the flashing. I mean, it was yeah. molded a couple degrees up yeah, on each side. Yeah, it's a little bit. I sanded it flat. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm yep. not a huge fan of mounting the fly barless unit on the clamp because you put the tape, and then when you have to redo the boom, you are you right. have to loosen it and stuff. So I'm not a huge fan of that, but it does work. Yeah, you don't have to worry on the on the oxy because, well, at least I can tell you, over yeah. the thousand times I've wrecked my oxy three and and replaced that boom, I've never really had any problems with. And mine's on the mine's on the bottom, but it's yeah. on that it's on the clamp. Right, right. Yeah, I mounted mine on the bottom just to keep everything clean and put the receiver on the top. Okay. Um, my kit came with the Zeal three eighty mains and plastic 72 millimeter tail blades uh they don't come with blades anymore mm-hmm. so right. that's one difference i res- had two pinions 
in this kit an 18 tooth and a 21 tooth i choose to use the 18 tooth giving me a 6.11 to 1 main ratio Mm-hmm. And the 18 was a little too low for my motor because I was using a motor out of my one of the Protos 380s I already had. Uh, a 19 would be perfect, but since they have brought out a 16, 18, 19, uh, well, a 16, 18, and then 19 through 23 tooth pinions. So you basically have a pinion for any KV motor in nice. that size range. So it's really not an issue. I could change mine if I get around to it. Uh, giving you ratios from 6.875 to 4.78. So like I said, just about any KV motor in that size range, you should be good. You should be mm-hmm. able to gear it for whatever you, you're looking for. And I also got two tail pulleys uh, for ratios of 3.83 to 1 or 3.67 to 1. And I think these are a bit low. I would like to see a pulley, a smaller pulley, to get the ratio up for lower head speed flying. Uh, at this time, they don't offer one. They do offer a bigger 25-tooth pulley for a 3.52 to 1 ratio. Mm-hmm. But nothing, no ratios bigger than 3.83. So I was a little bummed about that. Oh, that's interesting uh, that you bring that up. Yeah, the canopy fit well. It just has the two posts with the grommets. Right. It's kind of the old school style, which is fine by me. It works, and it seems it feels secure and it's super easy to take on and off. Yep. No, no screws or or keychain clamps or anything. I mean, it's it's kind of a simple old school system, but it works well. So I like that. And since then, there's an option for the upgrade now to uh, magnetic canopy mounts. Okay. Sure. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could do that. I don't see the need. These work yeah. really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My setup, I, like I said, I used the electronics out of uh, Protos 380 that I had. So I have uh, KST 215MG servos on the cyclic, a BK 5005HV tail servo, the X Nova 2820 890 KV motor, Hobby Platinum 60 amp V4 ESC, and I'm using the Mini Brain 2 with the R3 Jetty receiver and a Genze 6S 1800 milliamp hour flat pack. So, nice. first, first flight was fairly uneventful, spooled up, everything smooth stable hover i had a very slight mechanical tail wag kind of like you were talking about kevin yeah. maybe not as bad i'm uh an inch either way so maybe two inches total but not bad just kind of a slow and after a couple flights it was gone i find that that breaks in fairly rapidly on those and i i don't even worry about it anymore i if if it's still there after like 10 flights, I'll start looking for something. But the first, you know, five, six, seven, eight flights, I don't even worry about it. It's usually gone. Okay. So I started beating on it the first flight. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, why not? Okay, Steve. That's what it's for, right? Yeah, exactly. Dude, <laughs> it, can, it can take it. Sure, yeah. It, it's an oxy. It'll yeah. take it. I don't, I don't see the need to do a whole 
do hover or anything. Of course, I'm confident my build abilities also. So I I hover mm-hmm. it. It's all holding together to start yeah. flying it normal. Yeah, hover a couple pitch bumps, make sure your pitch is where you like it, and then just fly. Yeah. And then you can fly it around, get a feel for what you need to tune, if anything. Mm-hmm. I had head speeds at 2,400, 2,600, and 2,750. Wow, that's low. So those yeah. are low, exactly. Yeah. Well, lower. I actually flew lower speeds on the Protos, but with that low tail ratio, it doesn't hold very well below about mm, 26, 2700 is kind of where it took to actually be able to hold the tail mm-hmm. versus 22, 23 on the Protos. So that's that's a little bit different. And like I said, the, the a 19 tooth pinion versus an 18 would have put me in the better range you know give me like 3028 and 26 i just had that already so i went with it right um it it does the tail was holding better than i expected although i could blow it out okay. you know if I, if I tried uh the model's very fast very agile flips and rolls quickly i flew the first couple flights with the zeal blades and then I quickly put a set of Rotortech 386 on and uh, immediately felt tons better. I like those blades much better on these small helis. Uh, and then I changed, after that, I changed to the 72mm Rotortech tail blades. And the tail is much, much, much better now. Uh, so okay so the plastic blades weren't i would weren't the greatest if you're flying high higher head speeds you know over 3000 i don't think it would really matter the right. plastic probably fine if you're going anything lower i just throw away the plastics and put some carbons on there first thing you'd be happier with it okay i did have a crash oh no uh, and i came out of a backwards loop a little bit too low grabbed all the pitch all the pitch plus some <laughs> causing the tail to blow out so i hit the ground skids first moving at that point i was going forward so the tail blew out 180 degrees oh, okay pretty fast and rolled down the runway about 20 25 maybe 30 feet just tumbled so i was like oh boy this is gonna suck walked over there and actually the not much damage it held up very very well much less than I expected. Uh, spindle bent, of course, the boom. I broke the upper Jesus bolt. Like it, it sheared it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And two screws pulled out of the, at the time, it had the carbon fiber landing gear, landing skids. So two screws pulled out of that. But fairly simple fix. I mean, it wasn't, other than the blades, it, you know, $20 maybe. Yeah. So it wasn't bad. Nice actually surprised i was figuring i'd have broke frames everything bent you know i don't even think i broke any links or anything it just i guess because it hit skids first all the upper head stuff kind of was okay except for shearing that jesus bolt so that was fun yeah i mean i broke links this weekend but without even leaving the ground (laughs) (laughs) so that's pretty good crap yeah I was yeah, I, I was impressed. Yeah. I, I will say. I was like, wow, it held it pretty well. Uh some of my likes about this model. 
it's it's fairly light. It's mine come in at thirteen hundred grams, ready to fly with a three hundred twenty five gram battery. Okay. So it, it's not as light as the Align four seventy, but it's quite a bit lighter than something like the Goblin. So it's kind of right in the middle. It actually weighs exactly the same as my Protos three eighty. Okay. So that's interesting. It's really fast. Uh, it likes to move. Yeah. And move fast. I'm sure if you crank it up 3,200, 3,400 RPM, it'd be an absolute rocket ship, which I might do later. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a simple, low parts count, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, there's not. There's really nothing there that doesn't need to be. So it's pretty straightforward, which I appreciate. Simple's better when it comes to the stuff. And the CG worked out perfect with my setup. With the little bit heavier tail servo, the mini size 5005 BK, I was able to put the 1800 pack in the front. With the canopy, the CG was spot on. Okay. So I, I didn't even have to mess with anything or, or screw around with it. It just worked. So that was cool. Uh, a couple dislikes. I think the spindle is kind of small. Uh, the The entire head on this is, is shared with the Oxy4, mm-hmm. the 325 and 360 size. So it's a little bit smaller than some of the other 380s I've had. The spindle looks like a weak point. I feel like it'll bend anytime you hit the ground. I, I don't know, but it just it looks small to me. Um, the servos are laid out in a way that one of the servo horns is going to be impossible to change without taking the servo out. So I don't like that. I like to be able to put arms on without having to remove the servos. I think that could... I, I really don't know how else you would do it. But it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I already talked about the mounting the fly barless unit on the boom block. I'm not a huge fan of that. There is ample space on the bottom tray above the landing gear to mount a fly barless unit if you desire. Um, but I chose to just put it on the on the boom clamp block anyway, even though I'm not a huge fan of that. I will say putting it on the bottom was able, and I was able to put all the wires inside the frame. It's very clean. Like if it's sitting on the table, you really can't see any of the wiring. Yeah. So that that looks nice. Yeah, he's always done a great job with the wire management. Did you talk about the wiring real quick? Did you use the um, I don't know what do you call it that wax lace or did you use zip ties? Yeah, I did. I used okay. the um, I used the the lightweight braided sheathing for the wires we call that the you know what i'm talking about you're talking it's about the like, covering or yeah the covering yeah i use the single kind it's it's fairly lightweight and then i mm-hmm. use the lacing tape to tie everything nice. up nice i really would like to see him come out with another tail pulley to get that ratio up mm-hmm. i don't like that low ratio i don't i mean it's great to have options. If you're going to run 4,000 head speed, you need a low ratio. But if you're like me and you want to run 2,500 
and get five, six minute flights, it'd really be nice to be able to speed that tail up a little bit. Sure. Yeah. I'm sure you make that recommendation to Luca. He will will look into it for you for sure. Yeah, they've already got three, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I don't even know if I wrote that down. But they have a 20, let's see. Yeah, you mentioned it. Okay. Yeah, there's a, there's a 20, 23, there's a, 24, a 23, 25. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I'd like, if they had a 21, they'd put it at yeah. four. Which would be a little nicer. Sure. Um, yeah. So, conclusion, I think the value of this model is excellent. Uh, I looked at two ninety nine twenty five MSRP mm-hmm. without blades. I think that's an excellent price for what you get. It's not the cheapest three eighty kit out there. It's not the most expensive. It's kind of in the middle, but the value and the quality of parts that you get for that price, I think, is excellent. Sure, yeah. It's a clean, easy build, straightforward, no real surprises. Um, It should be easy to repair, except for that servo horn issue. The way I, I routed the wires on mine, I can change a side frame without removing any servos or even having to unplug them. From the fly barless unit mm-hmm. so repairs should be fairly easy as far as the servo horn thing goes i know that i've you know stripped the horn out uh, or you mm-hmm. know it's jumped and i've had to reset it um on the um on the, the front one is easy to get mm-hmm. to but then yeah like you're saying you have to remove that front one to get to the other two Right, you can right. actually get to well, those, and you can actually get to one of them. Right, like if you're if you're standing behind the helicopter, you can get to the one on the left, right, because yep. there's mm-hmm. room. But the one on the right is completely blocked by the front servo. Yeah, and that's yeah. usually the one I jump or strip. Yeah, and is that's that just kind of me being lazy, not wanting to have to take the servo off. I'd rather just take the screw out, pop a new one on, put it all back together without doing extra work. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that being said, I really don't know how you would design it to where you could get to that screw better. No, um, I mean unless you do like a a different whole layout, like you can't have exactly. the two servos in the back and one on the front. Yeah. You'd have to do like a kind of like how more than you know newer helicopters. Yeah, put them on one hundred twenty degrees, one twenty. Yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. So yeah. I, I'm just nitpicking, but yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. That's valid points, though. Yeah. So I said I could change the frame size, should be fairly easy. I did update to the plastic landing skids, and I like those much, much better than the carbon. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how durable they will be. They look durable. I think they should maybe pop out of the clamp before they break. Yep. We'll see. Yep. That's what mine did. <laughs> so that's that's a good design. I like that. They're beefy, too, you know? Yeah. Loosen yeah. up those screws and pop it right back in. They're right. beefy and they're still flexible, though. You yes. know, they're not, they're not like brittle. Yeah, right? and so you right. want that. You want it to be able to give if you yeah. have a hard auto or a rough landing or something. You want a little bit of flex there. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, like I said, many pinion options, so you can use just about any motor available. Maybe not as well suited for low head speed as some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. But anything over about twenty eight hundred and it's golden, and it's a rocket ship. 
they actually have in the manual up to 4,000. They don't recommend going over 4,000 RPM. Right. And so I was like, wow, that's that's a lot for a 380. Mm-hmm. I would go with the t- carbon fiber tail blades from the start. Just in my opinion, I think that's a better option. I think I have yeah. the plastic yellow ones. The only reason I have them on there is because they're super bright. They stand out really well. I kind of like that. That's true. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if I would know the difference. I probably would be able to feel a little bit. You you won't really notice unless you're really pushing it. Like if okay. you're really cranking around full collective funnels and hurricanes and stuff, that's when you can blow it out. Oh, okay. You're just generally flying around. It it holds pretty well. Yeah, I'm generally being a jackass. But much better than I expected, actually. When I first figured up the tail ratio, I was like, oh, this is going to suck. But it's it's not bad. Even though it's low, it, it holds better than or it holds better than I expected. So I definitely would recommend checking this model out if you're looking for a 380 size. Like I said, the the values there, it's it's a pretty nice model for a 380. I'm I'm I'm, I'm happy with it. Nice. I actually Sweet. think I may change to put a bigger motor speed everything up actually slow the tail down and make a speed heli out of it like a small class one or whatever they call it mm-hmm. to do um, drag racing and speed runs now it's nice. to be determined whether i can see this size mm-hmm. heli yeah 100 meters out so <laughs> it may go in the dirt the first time i try it but we'll see mm-hmm. it'd be fun if it if it works so that's awesome. the Oxy Four Max review. Very cool. What do you man. guys think? Any questions? Um, the the motor sizes that you can put in that uh, is eight ninety a typical KV size for that. Or? That's kind of low, probably. I think yeah. most people are running like an eleven twelve hundred KV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is it that high? I, I thought so. I, I thought that. Mm. I, what do I have a ten? I think I have a ten fifty or ten eighty in mine. I'm not sure now. You can no. go up to. Uh, it's, it's, I, I, I thought it was the same like motor size and KV as like you know your Protos or Goblin, which the highest one I think is nine hundred, like a next over nine hundred. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Tarek edition I think is nine. No, maybe that's nine. Yeah, no, I think that's nine hundred. Maybe or everybody used the X Nova twenty eight twenty. Yeah. 890 in the protos yeah. but you can actually put i'm looking for it now you can put a larger motor on this one up to like a 32 something i believe it's just an odd size at that point i think that a company not many companies make a 32 millimeter well i don't have it but it'll definitely fit a bigger a bigger motor because i think rob was telling me that devin put a larger 32 something on his, like 1100 kV, somewhere around there. But like I said, with all those pinion options, you can kind of make whatever work. It wouldn't be hard to, to gear it for mm-hmm. anything. Yep. So that's nice. That is cool. Um, up to 3215, 1000 kV. That's what they're saying on the third side. Yeah. Okay. That sounds right. Yeah. I had a motor picked out that was, I think, a 
1300 kV. Uh, that's what it is. It's, sorry, the, the Tarek X Nova Tarek motor is 3215 930 kV. That's what I had on my Goblin 380. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a big motor. So, Andy, did you see what uh, differences between? I mean, I know there's a major major difference in size, but um, any flight characteristic differences between you know your larger stuff aside from the tail? You know, was it like was it more twitchy? Was it like the old you know heli on a string type thing? Anything like That's that? Compared to what? Like a, a bigger your, model? Yeah, your your you know. Your 500s or... So you want to compare apples and bananas? Is that what we're going for? No, I just just wondered, you know, how it flew compared to larger ones. (laughs) I don't know, man. That's such a weird question. Is it? Well, kind of. I mean, it flies similar to every other 380 I've flown. Inquiring minds want to know. (laughs) Um, I wouldn't say it's twitchy. I would say it's fast, okay. as Definitely in way fast. Yeah, when it won't, yeah, when it starts to go, it it wants to go, so you kind of got to be on top of it. But that's I've kind of found that typical of anything this size. You know, okay. I mean, it's not really any different. I mean, you could call my questions weird, dude. I'm still gonna <laughs> ask them. I don't care. I know there's a no. lot of listeners out there. I'm that just are giving. Like, I'm just giving you shit. <laughs> no, you're like, I know. Well, how does it? How's a 380 fly compared to a 700? Inquiring wines want to know. Well, like, like, so can, nothing like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm asking. You know, does it fly nothing like it? Is it? How does your Oxy 4 fly compared to your 690? It flies very similar. <laughs> but okay, that's, well. that's, that's where I am, I guess. I don't know. Like, I can yeah. do the same maneuvers on it. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't know. I guess, uh, I was getting to, uh, you know, do you see it as something you can practice on before you do stuff on larger ones? Would you do that? Absolutely. And as easy as the build was, I don't think it would be a stretch to say this could be a first kit build. Like if you're okay. if you're flying helis, you've been flying blades or whatever. I don't see a problem moving to this and being a first kit. Everything went together really, really simply and smoothly. Uh-huh. said there's no issues or no monkeying around to be done it just kind of all fit together which is nice yeah i've always thought that about the oxys and you know the threes yeah. and stuff the, right. first kit one of the things i noticed about the oxy four and i don't i don't have the four max you know and i don't really even fly my other oxys anymore but the when i was flying it a lot i noticed the big thing the biggest thing i noticed is that the oxy 3 wasn't as squirrely as i thought it would be but the oxy 4 was like because it's so light and the power to weight ratio was so extreme right. that i felt like you know i had to dial down to like 11 degrees of pitch because 12 and a half my normal pitch was way too much while on the oxy 3 i use all of it like and it's fine you know and i can maintain a good um, control with that speed on an Oxy-3, but then on the Oxy-4, I was not able to. I had to turn it down. It just felt too much to me. Well, I guess the power-to-rate ratio is probably higher on these compared to Oxy-3. I mean, would you say that's true? Yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah. See, and I I don't know. The last time I flew anything smaller than a 380 has been like two years ago when I was Mm -hmm. a beginner. So I don't... Like I, it's hard for me to compare this to sure. a three, yep. But 
this to a 500 or even a 700 is yeah it's not that much different i wouldn't say it's i wouldn't classify it as squirrely no i would say it's fast so if you if you get moving it wants to go and it will move fast it will flip and roll faster than a 700 Mm -hmm. so you kind of got to be on top of it but i wouldn't say that's squirrely I just mm-hmm. say that's a matter of physics, and it's smaller, so it moves quicker. Yeah, uh, one of the things that I just realized, like, and probably why that the my Oxy Four when I was flying it would be super fast mm-hmm. is that I use I use the same batteries. So what's the what's the usually on a helicopter the the most weight you're putting on it is the battery pack. Right. So if I'm using the same battery on an Oxy-3 and an Oxy-4, sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. The power rate ratio is going to be insane yeah. on the Oxy-4. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So you're moving, when you put 12 degrees... Uh, it feels like 16 you're, degrees. Yeah, <laughs> you're moving way, way faster than you... Like it, yeah. You got yeah. the more weight with the smaller disc on the 3, yeah. so it takes a second to get moving. Yes. Whereas the 4 just immediately moves. Instant. Instant. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. So yeah. And, let me ask another question. Uh, pro- sure. providing i don't get any ridicule for this one <laughs> um, you said it was a good first build would you consider a first uh, you know helicopter for somebody even though you're saying it's fast can you do you think you can dial it down and and fly it as your first helicopter like i mean mm-hmm. after you go through like the blade stuff your first kit helicopter yes if you can well, fly, it, yeah, that, yeah, that's kind of well, what I said. I thought he said, you know, it was a good first build, like first kit build. Yeah, yeah. I w- I wouldn't suggest it as a first helicopter. No, I mean, even though it could be if you're buddy boxing and stuff. I said without ridicule, Steve. <laughs> but you, you know, to, did you not listen to his answer? No. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, no. He said it's the f- it's a good first build for for your first building of a helicopter but then we're talking about the speed of it i want to know if it was a good first flying helicopter as well oh first helicopter so you're not saying any history of blade well no after the blade stuff yeah and that's what he said after the blade stuff it's a first kit it's a very good first kit build for you know like it's a very good helicopter for the the next progression of that okay i'm gonna step in here oscar and felix i don't know if he just (laughs) meant the kit building part or the flying part or both i guess i was trying to clarify Okay. Yeah, kind kind of both. It. I. This is the last time you're doing a review, dude. <laughs> this is it. Who me? Yeah. What I no, do? I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding, dude. <laughs> what I do? We're all fighting. <laughs> we're not fighting. Either that or I'm just we're difficult. We're all busting each other's chops. That's what we're doing. <laughs> uh, no. Uh. Yes, it could be a first helicopter, as long as you've got help. Help! 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 Okay. That help. Like a buddy box. If you're competent flying any of the blade helis, like if you can fly the 230 around without self-leveling or safe or any of that stuff, then you should have no problem flying this. Like okay. you said, you can dial the rates down a little bit, slow it all down. It's okay. just still going to be quicker and a I don't want to say squirrely, but it's just faster more than a agile. bigger hill. Yeah, it's more agile. I mean, it's not a really a bad question when you consider we had a guy on who had three goblins given to him, and he fixed them and built them and whatever, and yeah. sat them on the shelf till he was 
ready to fly him. Yeah. So he was going through all this stuff. So that was that was no, where I was, no, where true. I was going. I'll try. I'll try and pay attention in the future. No, you're fine. What fun <laughs> would it be if you pay attention? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I've built helicopters, and I'm sure you guys have. Where you gotta you gotta dremel out the hole, or this shit don't line up to this. And you gotta sand this down, and there was none of that. So well, it went good. together really easy. That's why I'm saying if you've never built a helicopter, this shouldn't be too big, too challenging. And honestly, as a first. I, with all the technology now that's out there, uh, you know, we're 3D printing in our basement, CNC in our basement. I don't see why there should be a helicopter kit where you would have to do that. If I can get it right in my basement, why can't you get it right as a production kit? You know what I mean? No yeah. Not that I'm building helicopters, but, you know, I'm. I'm trying to narrow with, with you. tool holders and stuff like that, you know? I agree with you. Yeah. And, you know, we can interchange these, but the top five brands, you're not going to have any problem right. with. Right, right. You shouldn't. But years ago, I've built stuff and had to tweak this or tweak that. But I think that's getting better yeah. as time goes on. All the companies are kind of better now than they used to be. Nice. It shares a lot of parts with the regular Oxy 4. Mm-hmm. interesting note the boom's the same kevin yeah. yes you would think it's a bigger so it's got a stretched boom but they actually kept the boom the same and made the frame bigger yeah. which is kind of neat in a way because i think most of the most of the head stuff is the same and i'm not sure about the tail parts they were the same but i think when they updated it some of that stuff is different now the well, grips, it's beefier um, now. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, now the, the Oxy, grips. the Oxy Four comes in a standard and a stretch version. You're talking about the booms the same on the stretch version, obviously. Yeah, it's a right? 360 yes. boom. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. I should have clarified that. They've got a, a nice. I don't know how the Four does in the tail case. This one has a nice, simple two pieces of carbon fiber make the tail box, and mm-hmm. one side is the actual tail fin. And box right. all together so you just got two bearings mounted very simple with mm-hmm. the idler pulley on top i like that style it's just it's simple like i said i don't know how else to put it there's nothing there's nothing there that doesn't need to be yeah that's how the four it's is good. same thing yep four or three yeah yeah the three has the idler just mounted to one side and it's in front of the the tail pulley instead of behind it, but that's you know, really the only difference. Right. And you got something that works. Stay with it, you know? Mm-hmm. The only thing I like that they did uh, was to put, they have the little input piece, obviously, in the back of the tail boom so you can put the bolts in, but they actually put a piece up front. So, you know, when you've got your orientation of the, the belt correct, you can put that little piece in there and, mm-hmm. and keep it, you know, yeah. ready to go. Yeah, that's I, handy. I, I like that. Yeah. That was that handy. Was, that was first introduced on the Oxy 2. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, the little 3D printed insert in the front. Yeah. It was a great yeah. idea. I yeah. mounted my ESC under the battery tray, kind of up in the front, in front of the motor. Oh, okay. You didn't do it like some other folks put it right in the middle underneath the main gear. Well, I was going to say, anything bigger than the 60-amp hobby wing probably wouldn't fit because it just barely fits in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you go with anything bigger, you'd have to put it on the bottom plate. But that being said, there's tons of room down there Mm -hmm. if you want to go that way. Yeah, I think mine's up front there uh, underneath the battery tray, too. 
the 60 amp fits in there just about perfectly so it worked yeah. out good and how were the 1800 batteries did they fit okay are they the longer ones um or they're just i don't know i got some glaciers and some gens ace and they're the exact same size uh within four or five grams of each other uh i don't have one here i'd measure it but well that's okay they're, they're, the, they're the normal size i yeah. guess mm-hmm. and they fit in they, under the canopy okay? yeah they they fit well no nice. no issues i think i've heard of people going all the way up to 2200s but it seems like that would be kind of tight yeah that's what they say in the site is that it can handle the 6s 2200 i i mean i guess it can but i don't know how you're going to get the canopy on because there's room for the 18 but it doesn't seem like there's a ton of extra room mm-hmm. steve didn't you can- run something big like that i ran an 18 yeah i used to run 18s in the oxy4 okay Remember you yeah. trying yeah. it or running it? It fits. It's the wire management is the problem. The wires don't fit, but the battery fits. It's just very tight. Um, and it and it became nose heavy. You know, it didn't CG perfectly. Right. Well, and see, my, that's another reason I kind of like the moderate head speeds because I can get five minutes with the eighteen hundred. Wow. So I don't really see the need to go to a twenty two. Uh, I'd rather keep it a little bit lighter. And. Sure. I get four, four to four and a half, very aggressive at like twenty eight hundred, or five, five and a half minutes at twenty five, twenty six hundred, sort of lot, you know, <laughs> old man three D and sport flying around. Curious, right. what do you think you'll get if you crank that head speed to thirty five hundred? Uh, three minutes. Okay. Maybe I don't know. What do you guess? Yeah, I would think probably three, three and a half tops. Yeah. That's what that, I'm you know, if you're talking about that head speed, you're, you're screaming. I'm probably going to try to figure out a way to go 8s if I do a speed thing. Yeah, doesn't was it? What was it? Was it? What company made the uh, high voltage small ESCs? Was it? Was it Amazon uh, or was it YG? Uh, YGE, I think. But there's some new Contronics has like a 60 or an 80 amp. HV, and then there's a new Jetty one that's like a 50 and a 80 high voltage ESC. They're small. Okay. So they might actually work perfectly. Because a 50 amp high voltage and running 8, eight or 10 S would, would be great. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that's, that's all you would need. So I'll see. I, I'll probably not get around to it for a while but i think it'd be fun to have a super high head speed speed heli of some sort. <laughs> that'd be insane <laughs> that'd be cool but to do see. it man i'd love like to see it yeah. yeah but it's a small i don't know you know oh trust me man it the, the course hard. is only 100 meters for this yeah. size class it's hard. but you're still talking time you overfly the the course you're talking about a hundred meters away from you each way because yeah. you you know you'll fly fifty meters out but then you'll probably fly another fifty by the time you get turned around. And it's even harder drag racing because at least when you're running speed, yeah, you're, you're going you're, to hunt. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You go hundred meters side. away from you. Yeah, and, and at the narrowest point too because right. you're looking at the looking tail at end. it tail end, so you got no color and narrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. That was sounds like a good way to. Pilot in the ground. 
Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Cool. Thanks for the review. Let's now move on to news and announcements. News and announcements. Without ridicule. Right. <laughs> With extra ridicule. Without extra uh, ridicule. Yeah. Glogo kits are shipping. Mm-hmm. They you are. See that? Yes, First batch. So that's cool. Everybody's been excited to get those, I'm sure. I know. And the people, there's already people that already got it and built it and made it. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I think that's the guys that picked them up over in Germany or something. Probably. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how I they think, got I them think built so. that quick. I think, I think those are like that, you know, the one that I saw is, and Kyle was even mentioned like um, Dahl's saying that, you know, it's a better pilot than he is. Yeah. Um, I think that's one of the Mikado team pilots. Out right. there. He probably went and got it last week or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, these things, if you put a good day to it, you can get them built in a day, you know? Oh, yeah. 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 So it doesn't take too much time. Yep. Sweet. Sweet. So hopefully we'll be getting one soon uh, for Kevin. And then we'll we'll do that whole build video slash Facebook Live slash time lapse, whatever. However. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Yeah. Kevin, you going to do a review? I was just going to say that. And then I get to do uh, a review. Better. <laughs> you 2021 <laughs> when you build it? Yep. Or what? <laughs> no, I'm going to be under the, the Steve yeah. time frame, dude. It's going to be built yeah, before gonna... it's even home out of the box. <laughs> we'll probably build it. We'll probably build it in over a weekend. Do like a, like a you know, three hours, three hour, two day session and just call it done. Yeah. You know, maybe longer on the Sunday. Maybe Saturday we'll just do like hang out and do some little bit building. And then really get cranking on, on that on a Sunday where, you know, maybe the weather's too bad to fly. So we'll just sit in the garage with the heater blasting and we'll yeah. get that thing set up. Yeah. That'll be fun. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. I'm excited to see you get it, get it put together. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be like community helicopter, man, because I'm sure everybody's going to want to try it. I know that was what Rob said. He goes, don't worry. I'll, be, I'll try it out. Devin's going to want to try it. Steve's <laughs> definitely going to want to yeah. give it a shot. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hell yeah, man. I mean, it's a nine-pound nitro. Who doesn't want to check that out? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, can't wait. Still haven't gotten a tracking number, so, you know, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you, Kevin. Maybe Patience. on the second batch. Patience yeah. is a virtue. You waiting for me? <laughs> Steve's like, Patience, what's that? You're, yeah. waiting, you're waiting for me or you're waiting for me? For you. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, dude, because I don't have time to wait for myself <laughs> lately. It's just been nutty. Oh, you've been freaking working 70 hours a week. Well, that's what I was going to bring up. I, like you said, I should have enough money for a 105. Yeah. For it. Hopefully. Uh, uh, so the next thing I got that I put on news and announcements was Loctite for Life. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but in the latest AMA East magazine, or AMA East, in the latest AMA magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, Model Aviation, yep. They have uh, yeah, a big article on the event we went yep. to last year, the Loctite for Life, where yep. Rick and Ashley uh, Stowers, is that how you pronounce that? Yep. Stowers, Stowers. I Yeah. They got married on the flying field. It was a lot of fun and got some nice pictures in there. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that was cool. I enjoyed seeing that. Yeah. And also in the Model Aviation AMA magazine or whatever you want to call it, the one you usually mm-hmm. get with your AMA subscription uh mm-hmm. is uh i saw flex innovations has a new plane coming out the rv8 and this thing looks pretty cool 
It's a uh, foam plane. Uh, it's kind of like a 3D plane. It has a 75-inch wingspan. You can get floats for it if you want. It's a 3D plane with floats. Uh, breaks down pretty small. It's got super bright LEDs inside the plane so you can night fly this freaking thing, which I thought was really cool. It includes a, a you know, like a, uh, a flight stabilization module. It's a 500 kV motor, 100 amp speed controller, 17 inch propeller, metal gear servos, landing lights, aluminum landing gear, um, and the LEDs inside, and it's uh, $499, which I thought was uh, actually a pretty good deal. Yeah, the flight controls the Aurora, right? Yes. It comes with? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. can't find it, but I was going to redirect you back to one of our episodes a couple months ago when we talked all about this plane. Oh, yep. did we? I can't find it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. I thought it sounded familiar. But I can't find it. Yeah. I can't find it. But to be fair, it might have been an episode you were in. Well, it could have been. So, you know, you yeah, might have whizzed by it on a, you know, while you're editing or, or just <laughs> missed it. But yeah. Yeah, we we did we did talk about it. But that's cool though. But it to bring a, it's in a magazine. It's in the it's, magazine, uh, and it'll be available yeah. uh, in February next month. So yeah, just even if we did talk about it, a little refresher for those mm-hmm. of you who are thinking about it. Yep, pretty pretty cool looking plane. Yeah, they're neat. Um, it's the. Do you know about the RV planes, Kevin? Like the RV eight, RV ten. I have heard of the RV eight uh before they're like a i guess you call it a kit build like a full scale like you buy it and you build it all like it's kind of like a kit build right it's an actual aircraft but you can buy it yeah. in a kit form yeah 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 like a kit car yeah type of thing yeah i know a mm-hmm. couple guys that have have different versions of that so they're they're fairly popular they're pretty nice cool i noticed the Timber X are in stock and shipping now. Okay. Horizon Hobby. Oh, man. Talked about that a couple weeks ago, but those look really neat. Oh, mm-hmm. man. You know what? Uh, AMA East is coming up pretty soon. I'm, I wonder if Horizon Hobby is going to be there selling them. They are going to be there. Probably. I don't know if they're going to be selling it, but they will be there. We'll get a chance I've to at least see it. it. Yeah. 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 I'm actually thinking about picking up one of them little timbers. The, um, is it timber? Ultra Mac- yeah, UMX. Yeah, the timber. UMX one. Yeah, just to fly in the backyard and learn some rolling harriers or something with it, you know? Nice. So talking about RC after hours, that was uh, plane of the year, yeah. 2017. Mm-hmm. I like that new one that we talked about. That was the one you just mentioned, the X, right? The Timber the X. Timber X, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's, I mean, that's my style all over. Yeah. High yeah. wing, short takeoff landing, and yeah. D3D. Yeah. I love that stuff. Bush plane. That's pretty yep. awesome. Bush plane and do 3D. Yep. Yeah. And I, I kind of like the way it looks. I kind of like the green. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Some, some about it. Do they have a light up version one though or no? I don't think so. They have. They should. That would be. They have cool. lots. Like they have yeah, lots yeah. On the tips and all. Mm-hmm. Which they they help a lot when it's dusk and stuff. But it's yeah. not like an actual night plane. No, if they had this lit up like a visionary. That thing would look badass with the green and all that. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, that'd be yeah. awesome. Hey, I'm, I'm sure they'll make that version next. Yeah, I mean, you can get LEDs bright enough to do anything, so I'm sure you could do that if you wanted well, to. Well, they got to wait till everybody buys one of these. Yeah. yeah. And then they'll release the night version so everybody can buy one of those. Yep. Exactly. X version 2, night. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> 
Yeah, for sure. And that's good, though. I mean, whatever. That, that's fine. Yeah. But then someone else can pick up the non-lid version for relatively cheap. And, yeah. you know, everyone wins. So. Yep, I agree. Cool. You're talking about the AMA Expo. I can't wait. February 22nd through the 24th. Meadowlands Expo Center in Secaucus, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. You even got that right. Did I? Did yes. I do good? Secaucus. Yeah. I can't wait for this. Um, I'm thinking yeah. about trying to come up for that. Really? Yeah. Oh, if you do, you should. You should nice, come up dude. for the weekend. Yeah. That's, and maybe um, that Sunday we go flying and I could do my, my 3D plane. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. What day will you go to the expo? Saturday? Saturday, yeah. yeah. And usually I bring my family with me, um, which I need yeah. to ask you, Kevin. Can you go Saturday? Because I might need your help. Yeah, I can probably go Saturday. I don't see why not. I'm not on call or anything. I don't think. Okay. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> yeah. um, and typically I don't bring my family, Andy. Yeah. So because <laughs> I typically do bring my family. um and I'm planning on buying a big plane. I don't have a way to bring that big plane home, so. Oh. So I need I need your help. Can you fit it in the jeep? Um, I mean it's a five foot fuselage, so I don't know. Can you fit a five foot five foot box in oh, the yeah. car? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're we gonna work it out. We'll figure it out. Okay. I mean, worst comes to worst, um, I'll put it in my car, and then put, I'll drive in your fa- car. Put the- <laughs> like, Put the family in Kevin's Jeep and then carry the whole No, 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 no. They could they could take they could take you know, my wife can drive my car with the kids and the airplane and I just I'll ride with Kevin and you know, because I could definitely fit if I put the seat down, but that means there's no room for Chloe in the back. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um and I can't wait. Um my, my like you know, my what is that? Not my wallet. Well, what's what's a good word? But like I'm just I'm itching to spend. I'm uh, itching I'm itching to drop some money, oh man. Boy. It's January. It's January's <laughs> over, and I haven't bought a helicopter. And I'm like, I'm Jonesing. He's gonna purchase something. I might win a bet here. No, no, no. I told you, I am he gonna d- buy. He did make an exemption for this. I'm gonna plane, buy so. one plane and one, um, like a, you know, expensive plane and one expensive helicopter, and that's it. And then whatever parts I need. Oh, I thought oh, yeah, it was no. one expensive plane, one expensive helicopter, and whatever else I wanted to buy. <laughs> well, that, that's what he said that's after he said me. We time. give him so much heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You give me no shit. I'll just buy for thirty minutes. He but um, <laughs> no, I mean, but still, I'm not gonna. But um, I, I did, I did buy something recently just so I could get some things ready for this plane. But it's all going to this plane, so it's all part of this plane. So I bought an ESC that I found online cheap. So I'm gonna cool, put it man. in this plane. Cool, dude. Yeah, I can't wait. Oh, so this is gonna be crazy. yeah, did, so did you I'm, decide you're going yes, electric? Just give yeah. up on gas. Okay, I, I, I have, I have conceded, and I can't fit a six foot long fuselage in my car, um, yeah. and not with at least you know, I'm not without having to take the baby seat out, moving the front seat, putting it in an angle, and not being able to carry any helicopters to the field or anything big, you know, maybe a yeah. five hundred, but I, that's not gonna work for me, so. Um, so I decided I am going to go with the 60-inch version, too. And, yeah, I'm going to try to get that set up. I did speak to Extreme Flight, and, you know, I asked, like, you know, do you know if they're going to bring, you know, like, if you're going to be bringing those, that exact version, the one I want. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, no, we don't know yet. You know, basically, whatever we have in stock, we're going to bring everything. So, yeah, 
I was going to say, know. you might want to call them and tell them you want one. They'll actually bring it if you speak no, for it. No, they won't hold it. Mm. Even if I, I even said like, because I asked, I was like, well, can you hold it for See, that's, me? That's weird because they do that at Joe Nall. Yeah. They'll say like a couple weeks out, like you want a plane, order it and we'll bring it to Joe Nall. Yeah, well, or, you know. not for AMAs. I don't know. That's weird. And, and what sucks about it is because like. You know, I was like, I was thinking, well, I, I don't care. Like, I'll buy it right now. And yeah. you can bring it there. So I don't have to pay for delivery. But the problem is, is like, when you go and buy it at the AMAE show, they, like, I'm going to have to buy, you know, props and control horns and just mm-hmm. miscellaneous things. Um, I'm buying the motor from them. I'm going to use their motor. So it's like, normally they'll give you a discount. And he even yeah. said, yeah, we'll give you a discount at the show, but I can't give it to you now. And so it's like, okay. You know, so I just have to wait and I just have to cross my fingers and hope that they don't sell out or they bring some. You When's know, like, the 22nd? Does it start on Friday? Yeah. It does start on Friday. So you need to go over there after work Friday and buy it before ever they sell them out Saturday. Yeah, I should. I don't know. I could do that too. I mean, I could just take the day off and like go. It's not that far from you, is it? Um, yeah, 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah, it's not too far. Just take the day off. I mean, who are we talking to here, Steve? Yeah, right, exactly. Take the day. Yeah, I even have this weekend. I mean, this Friday off. There you go. Just so I could go snowboarding. (laughs) This is how cool my boss is. She was like, I was like, oh, I put in for Friday. She's like, oh, la la. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I should have muted my microphone. (laughs) She was like, um, Oh, we have our sprint retro, right? So we we run an agile project kind of workflow. So we have a sprint at the end, and we have to do a retro. Like, what did we learn from this? How much work do we get done? How you know how far do we progress in our projects? And so it's like ten o'clock to like eleven thirty, you know. And I was like, she's like, oh, you're gonna miss the sprint. It's our first sprint retro. It's the first one. And I was like, oh, well, why don't I do this? I'll just put in for a half a day, and I'll come to the sprint, and after that, I'll. You know, like, I'll, I'll sign in for that, and then after that, I'll, I'll log off and go. And she's like, just cancel your day. Take off after the sprint retro. Don't even put the day half day in. Don't even worry about that. Nice. So I'm like, really? She's like, yeah. I was like, all right, cool. Awesome. I have a great boss. I have a great boss. He's just powerless. <laughs> he can't do yeah. anything. My boss is an asshole. Well, isn't it you? <laughs> Maybe. He looks in the mirror and says, you're an asshole. <laughs> Do you look in the mirror and say, Andy, you're comparing oranges to bananas? Yeah, that's exactly what I say. I think it was apples and bananas, but yes. Oh, now you're comparing apples and bananas. <laughs> Besides, who says apples and bananas? It's apples to oranges. It's apples to oranges. Shut yeah. up, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other news and announcements you want to talk about? Yes, I did see a smart battery checker that goes along with the smart battery stuff from Spectrum. Okay. And I don't have any info on it. But it looks exactly like the... It looks like it's based on the ISDT uh, battery checker they have. Yeah, it Uh, looks like them. Mm -hmm. I actually picked one of those up recently. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, It's not bad. So... That's kind of interesting, but I actually don't have any info on it. I just remember seeing it. I should get one of those smart batteries for something and try it out, you know, see how it is. I don't think you'd see the benefit unless you have the charger and the whole work, so would you? 
like wouldn't it just be a basic battery if you don't have the stuff that goes along with it? Yeah, you need a charger to go with it. Well, maybe I'll get a charger and try it out for one of my <coughs> cars. <laughs> Crickets. Okay, so what's next for you in the hobby? What's next for you, Kev? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin show. <laughs> you guys think you're yeah, really funny, Yeah, what's next for you, you, Kevin? Huh? <laughs> we didn't God, even... you work with some real dicks, I'll tell you what. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> and, and, and Andy and I were on the same page. We just, yeah. we didn't uh, say nothing. We just, okay. okay. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right, Kevin, what's going on for you, man? Uh, I'm preparing for a fun fly where I don't share any of my vodka. And that's especially for you two guys. <laughs> See, you're doing it again. Hold it. No problem. Um, um, yeah, dude, I want to go to Adam's uh, swap meet. Yeah. And uh, see what's going on there. It's usually uh, a, lot Garbage. Of, a lot of old blankers um, <laughs> and some stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Nah, that'd be good. You get to, we'll go get to, uh, you know, meet up with Jason Klein, a couple other folks, you know, our club members go there. So it's more of that for me now. Yeah, I know. yeah. You know, I might go there, and if I see something like interesting, I might pick something up. But it's very rare, and, and anything interesting, they they're just overly priced. So it's you know, it's really hit and miss. I mean, I yeah. saw a couple of things one year. You know, nice nitro planes that just nobody wanted, and they were cheap. And it's just, it really is. It's hit or miss. We went there the one year, picked up some helicopter parts, and yeah. yeah. How much you want to bet that that guy in the middle, like kind of like towards the back, but middle, will still have that Hirobo shuttle. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's been there every year so far. So, and the one guy that's always got the overpriced or not overpriced, but the same price uh, you can get on Tower Hobbies, you yeah. know. Yeah, and and also selling built FT uh, foam board planes. Yeah, for like actual like real money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like a hundred dollars. Like really? Oh really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Half the fun of those is building them. So yeah. why would you buy one already built? Yeah, unless which, it's like five dollars or something. Yeah. Yeah, not a hundred. And that's probably so. What's the guy there? trying to sell the Hirobo for? I remember you saying it's like some ungodly, ridiculous price. I don't remember now. I, I don't know it, it, had it for sale every year. I think it was like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, I wanted to I say one twenty, but uh, I could easily be wrong. Yeah, knowing my track yeah. record, I'm easily wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Kevin. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> People are going to start sending us hate mail, Andy. I know. <laughs> it's all right. Like, why are you Kevin? treating Kevin so bad? Yep. He's an old man. Give him a break. No, Don't dude. They're just going to show up at Fun Flies and get in your face. And I'm going to be like, oh, my people. My people are here. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't think so. I think so. You watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no vodka for you, Steve. It's okay. So, what are you doing, Andy? I've got a Fun Fly yeah. this weekend. It's your what? fun fly. Yeah, my fun fly that I just invented a week ago. Ah, okay. Unfortunately, we did. I didn't invent this till last Wednesday, which is the day after we recorded the show. So uh, I didn't get to tell anybody about it. But here in Morristown, the local field, we're doing a little mini fun fly slash meetup with all the heli guys in the area. Cool. So that should be fun. Yeah, bring, the, bring your apples and bananas. I will. <laughs> the weather's showing 51 degrees Fahrenheit. I hope it stays like, I hope that's accurate. Nice. Because it's ass cold today. Wait a minute. And it's supposed to be cold tomorrow. 
it's showing 51 degrees for you on Saturday in Tennessee. I think it's supposed to be 50. Oh, it's in the 40s for us. I thought it was supposed to be in the 50s for us up here. Yeah. Over a weekend. Yeah, not tomorrow, though. Tomorrow's supposed to be, like, below something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping all that stuff gets through and it warms back up by Saturday. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of an impromptu short thing. It's like, hey, you guys are an hour west of me and you guys are an hour east of me. Why don't everybody come here and meet in the middle? Nice. So if anybody's listening that's in East Tennessee or Western North Carolina, come on out. It'll be fun here in Morristown. Hit me up on Facebook or something if you need more info. I've got a post on the Hangout and CP Helis. So cool. That's that's what's next for me. Awesome. Just hopefully that goes well. Nice. Yeah, I'm sure it'll go great. You're yeah. gonna have a blast. It'll be great. Be positive. Um, let's see. Yeah, Adams RC swap me for me. Figure hopefully I can. I want to try to go flying on Sunday too. So we'll see how that works with the wife doing RC both days, you know? <laughs> oh, boy. Eh, it's all right. I'll deal with the aftermath. Better to ask for forgiveness than, than permission. So. Okay. As they say. That never works for me. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's like, whoever come up with that, it's a damn idiot. Yeah. Well, one of my, my wife's uh I'm not a good sayings, beggar, I guess. No, one of my wife's saying is, happy husband, happy life, so... Just take it from there. Yeah. Your wife is cool, man. Wife is awesome. The first I cannot... time I heard happy wife, happy life, I turned around and said, yeah, happy husband, still a husband. <laughs> so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that crap. But yeah, I'll take what Maria says. That's fine. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Nah, yeah. Maria's cool. Yeah. Um Yeah. So that's about it. Let's do the wrap up. All right. Let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. All right. Facebook. We're getting no love from Facebook. We are at 846 likes this week. That's no new likes this week. Whatever. Screw you, Facebook. <laughs> Facebook comments. <laughs> Holy cow. They're angry tonight, listeners. <laughs> they are angry. We're, we're a little, uh, what is that called? Like a uh, short fuse? <laughs> Just like. PMS? Oh. No, what know. is it? No, uh, no filter? <laughs> no filter. <laughs> PMS. <laughs> so dude talking about your uh your crazy video andy um we had some comments on that yeah wim heiss sure. said hefnit zovel me wiggling tick making aknap stork and i'm not sure what that means i'm i'm guessing he's german says the translation and you know this is going to be spot on doesn't have much to do with flies by the way handsome driving <laughs> <laughs> wait, uh, wait, wait. first of all aren't you german <laughs> so you don't understand it then i only know what our what my grandmother used to yell at us in german he only knows the curse words yeah yeah, know, yeah i would say just the curse words i know curse words and she used to say Aachen himmel which is god in heaven and yeah we were great kids yeah, awesome we were great to her <laughs> and there's there's some more german um wesley Konstapel, i think it's german said tony surge hose is dick mine jalik uh and then laugh 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 emoji and the translation is how is this possible oh that's pretty good gregory sullivan said wow colby johnson said oh sh uh todd de maria said that was awesome my mom said awesome 
Uh, mm-hmm. Wesley T. Pennypacker said, nice dude. That's got to be the lowest head speed I've ever seen on a heli. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael Lipsig oh, said, Andy, that was awesome. I love it. Kyle Schneider said, no wonder why Andy gets wants to get better on the 3D on the plane side. You have friends like that that need a little competition. That was crazy. Muse Emil Bozzi said, great skills. I said, that was some sweet flying. And Alex Scott said, insane. And it was. Yeah. It was. Just I so was. everyone knows, that was not me flying. I cannot do that. Yeah. I could fly with one elevator probably, but I would have come and landed. No elevators, and that shit would be busted. I, I, I'm with the Wesley Constapel. Uh, how is that possible? I, I don't. Even, I still don't understand how it was possible, man. I mean, it was awesome flying. Yeah. I mean, I could probably, I could probably keep it up in the air, but then to land it, like, and not break anything. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't be able to because when he loses both elevators, the only time he has a air quote uh, control. You know, yeah. No, no. But the only time he has. Um, a horizontal stabilizer or an elevator yeah. is when he's knife edging. He's, so yep. right. he's constantly knife edging, knife edging. Too. Well, I was going to say the way you do it is you keep rolling. Yeah, Once you, you have stop to keep rolling, rolling. You're done. Yeah, but, but as that long means as you, you got to know how to do rolling. rolling harriers, and yeah, that's exactly. hard. <laughs> that's not exactly. easy to do. <laughs> exactly. So. Nah, he, he's a good pilot. Yeah, and sure. I have to say, the uh, video's doing pretty good, man. You got like seventeen hundred people reached with that video. Mm-hmm. Pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. a couple of shares. The right uh, orientation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm learning. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. Website comments. What do we got for website comments? Uh, website comments. We had a few uh, back and forth between uh, Daryl Thorpe. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. He said, hi, Kevin and Steve and, and Andy. <laughs> Episode 159, he spoke about Gen's Ace and Pulse batteries. Uh, he said that he's been told that Jen's ace makes pulse batteries yeah i replied to that yeah andy has a reply and that's that's correct i think um yeah you think you said <laughs> he's he's mad uh you said uh Jen's ace and pulse are made by uh Gripow in china as well as many other brands quality control of matching cells are different between the premium bands and the expensive ones i believe but not possible that Jen's ace is like the house brand for Gripow. You can buy Jen's Ace at various dealers in the U.S. Only find Helly's and A-Main. Because he had said, I believe you can only purchase Jen's Ace through their website. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, he said, thank you, Andy. Yeah, it's just first two that come to mind. Yeah. Yep. You can buy them lots of different retailers. Yeah, I've seen them pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, so thanks, uh, thanks Daryl, for writing in. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Um. I got one from Mike, but are we are we ready for this one? I don't know. Should I take like an aspirin or something? Um, <clears throat> just rub your cheeks because you're gonna laugh so much that your face is gonna hurt. Okay. <laughs> so massage your cheeks in advance to to work in you know get the blood flowing. Okay. <laughs> Mike, oh, Mike is fucking. I gotta. I have my hands on the wrong cheeks. Go ahead. oh boy what you do with your hand and your cheeks it's on your business okay so mike d i mean mike is he's you know first of all my my reply back is you're completely ridiculous love it keep them coming so this is how ridiculous it is uh the subject the planker rc news service the message we have unconfirmed reports that andy may have secretly shaved 
Early indications are that removing the beard is part of his new persona, and these same unnamed sources are also reporting he is now requesting to be known as Soy Boy. <laughs> Furthermore, we have witnesses who can report his installation of multiple mirrors inside the combine, and they and they also could hear Justin Bieber's music music blasting. Oh boy! We say go, so soy boy, go. <laughs> it uh. continues. An anonymous eyewitness saw Kevin performing a magic show at the local RC field. Apparently, his best illusion was making additional helicopter parts magically appear from inside the tail boom of an RC helicopter. <laughs> In a not-related story, because of the recent Mr. Pickle sightings, the local authorities have recommended Kevin should start checking the back seat after getting in the car and also looking in the closet before bed. Oh, man, he had to say something like that. <laughs> I'm all worried. And it still continues. So, of course, there's got to be one for me. Sources cannot confirm, but indications are that SAB and BK Hobbies pro pilot Kyle Stacy has a restraining order to mitigate a stalker. <laughs> These same sources recently acquired police reports naming this quote fanboy suspect as Steve Yun. <laughs> Whoever the Steve guy is, we are not certain, but evidence discovered outside the Stacy residence indicates a long-term quote fanboy activities, including overnight camping across the street and post-it notes covering. My, uh, Mr. Stacy's car all saying the same thing. Kyle Stacy, Kyle Stacy, <laughs> Kyle Stacy. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Additionally, that was partly witness, true. <laughs> additionally, a witness testified this Steve person was seen pacing the sidewalks outside of BK Hobbies, repeatedly saying, Kyle Stacy, Kyle Stacy, <laughs> Kyle Stacy. In late-breaking developments on this story, the Planker RC newsroom received an anonymous letter addressed to Mr. Stacy. It read, Cal Stacy, Cal Stacy, Cal Stacy, over and over and over again. <laughs> oh, man. Remember the shining? See what I mean? <laughs> Remember the shining on the typewriter? That's you, dude. With yeah, Cal yeah, Stacey. yeah. Cal Stacy, Cal Stacy. Oh, yeah, Mike. He's the best. That, that's what I said. That's why I said you are completely ridiculous. Love it. Keep them coming because oh, sent me awesome. a, he sent me a message on Facebook. He goes, "Hey Andy, I'm Mike D, the stupid knucklehead friend of Kevin and Steve from up here in the communist state of New Jersey. Have a great weekend." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, jeez. So, yeah. wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I do want to also mention our friend. Oh, shoot. I'm going to screw his last name. Darren, Darren Weens? Wines. 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 No. Is it Weens? Oh, man. I forgot. What, how did you say his last name again? I think it's Wines. Wines, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. Um, he says, hey, guys, I figured I'd send this to you. It affects all of my fellow Canadian pilots, and it also may affect anyone coming up from the U.S. as well. So he, he basically shares a link to the um, transportation, um, their version of, I guess, um, DOT. And it has, and I guess, or it's more on the aviation side, I guess. So I guess their version of the FAA. Um, okay. And it basically uh, it shows that there's some new drone rules that are being applied. 
But the the key thing that I want to take away is that if you're part of um, their version of AMA, their MAAC or MAC, right? Um, that you're actually exempt from these rules, as far as I, I'm reading this. So, yeah, because there's new regulations anticipated with the remotely piloted aircraft systems (RPAS). I guess that's their version of UAS. But it should be clearly understood that nothing has changed for MAC members. So, which is cool. Which is what I was hoping. AMA would do with the FAA is that, you know, hey, we're our own organized community. We don't need your laws. We govern ourselves already and do a good job doing it. And that's what it seems like they've accomplished. The MAC folks up in Canada has accomplished. So that's pretty cool. Well, if Europe does it, I'm sure America will do it because they follow everything Europe does. Whoa, 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 whoa. Did you just say Canada's Europe? No, I said well, if Europe does it, does the same thing. Yeah. I don't know what Europe's going to do. Um, I know Sweden has very like tough laws, right? Especially with the camera stuff, I know. Dude, Sweden's insane. When Dave yeah. was talking about the, uh, the, the fact that people could walk on your private property or what you deem private property, they have like an open roam yeah, uh, they could law camp. or something. They can just camp yeah. on your property. Could, uh, what is that thing called when someone just Squat. squats? Yeah. Yeah, squats. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, okay. That's a- <laughs> no wonder he's got a knife on a rail in the backyard. Scaring people away, <laughs> right on a rocket, right? Yeah, man, that's that's weird. I'd love to talk. I'd love to sit down and talk to him, you know, about that type of thing in depth. I, lo- I love talking to people about. No, no, I've been trying to get. Like in, I've been trying to get in touch with David, but he he's not he's not responding. I don't know. He, I guess. Well, he's dude. He's immensely busy. Well, like, not only that. I mean, like I'm I'm reaching out to him on Facebook, and it's like you know how many thousands of people probably do the same. You know, yeah. so he probably doesn't even read it anymore hey, Mr. Uh, Benzinstall, will you come on my podcast oh uh, actually what i need to do is just i gotta email him yeah. that's all yeah that he'll 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 respond to his business email so. talk to chris too but, maybe yeah yeah i could do that too have chris send the word out for us you know awesome dude mike's email fucking killed me man dude that's awesome <laughs> that's He's pretty funny yeah soy right. boy <laughs> soy boy soy boy okay uh people pop beam what do we got People of Podbean. Podbean was very active, unlike Facebook this week. Uh, Tony Macbeth eighty liked episode one forty. Hilda Flyer. Uh, Mike Welch liked episode one fifty eight. Listener series with Eric Bertram and Sons. Uh, Steve Ho also liked that episode, and so did Easy Dog. And Steve Ho and Easy Dog also liked For Whom the Bell Tolls with Jason Bell and Tony Macbeth eighty. I think he's from. Uh, Australia, because he left a little comment about having an Aussie on the show, and uh, he also liked episode 142, listener series with Mark Ritchie. Uh, Poo's Q started following us, particularly petrifying podcast started following us, uh, and Nerd Cyclopedia started following us. So thanks, guys, yeah. for the likes. And the comment that Tony Macbeth eighty left three days ago was, "What's awesome to hear an Aussie on the show yeah. and someone who flies older machines? Not all the latest stuff, but more relatable to the average flyer." So yeah, awesome, man. Yeah, and we should probably add that we were talking to Mark last week uh, for about a half an hour. It was really cool to to mm-hmm. chat with him for a, for yeah. a while. Yeah, was, right after we recorded. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We got to have him back on the show. Just catch For up, sure. see how yeah. he's doing. I yeah. live vicariously through him on Facebook, man. I would love to pick up and fly to Australia and see that that you know 
great land and just it's all a mystery to me i'd love to i would love to see every little nuance of australia and just how the culture is over there but i can't so uh you mm-hmm. know it's great to see the pictures that he posts and uh you know talking to him was is always a pleasure man it was great yeah yeah well hopefully we'll see him at urcha we'll see him at urcha <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna push that until the day before Urch. I'm like, come on, uh-huh. come on, Mark, you gotta come out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I actually, I would love to go to Australia too. I know, I don't. I'm not sure. He's like, I'm not sure exactly what area. Like, if he's by Sydney or not. I, I know Sydney is probably where I would probably end up going just because it's easy to get there. Like, you know, it's I a populated city. On the- Eastern coast, but I could be wrong. Could yeah, be wrong. like Queensland or something, or Dhaka or something. I don't know. So, yeah. You know what? So, I got to tell, I, I probably shouldn't say this, but Mark, I got to tell him uh, next time Steve says, Urcha, you can hold off until after if you don't make it, and you can say, yeah, I was at Quercha. <laughs> yeah, his, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's his flying field or his, uh, yeah. his group. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, so it's Queensland something, right? Yeah, yeah, it was Queen something. Yeah. Yeah. All right, awesome. Uh, let's see, iTunes review. We have two new iTunes reviews. You're shitting me. Wow. No. You're lying. Two. You're, this is, this is, kept, this is new <laughs> <ones>. retribution for, <laughs> for us making fun of you. <laughs> uh, what do we got? This is awesome. All right, well, there's a one entitled Apples and Bananas. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> I was like, what? No. Oh, that'd be awesome. Uh, that would be just, wow. Yeah. Dude, I wouldn't know what to do if there was apples and bananas on here. <laughs> um, Great Show is the title, and it's by C. Wank T. Wanks. And he says, great, guys, and enjoy listening to their show. If you haven't, give them a listen. Do it now. Do it now. Five stars. So thank, thank you, you. C Wanks T Wanks. And uh DF Thorpe also left us a review uh titled Good Listen. He says he always gets the news, updates, and fun fly info from the weekly podcast. I enjoy the RC banter. Another five star review. So- awesome. Nice. Thanks, sir. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks so or much. Ladies. Or yeah, ladies. Thanks, everyone. Yep. Or questioning. Thank you. Yep. If I can't laugh at myself, it's not funny. I don't care. We are all inclusive. If you pull your pants down and have apples or bananas, we're all inclusive. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, All right. right. (laughs) uh, I'm done. I can't do it anymore. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Stop the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so drop us an iTunes review and we'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at free4rc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash free4rc podcast. Check out our webpage, free4rc podcast.show. show. Say hi to Chris Ryber. Hey, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hey. Uh, flight test forums. Say hi, huh? Dave. Sorry. <laughs> flight test forums, off the field audio video production other than flight test podcast. Free. For RC podcasting next to our friends, CFT Community Care. Pat and Mike and our good buddy uh, David Hill managing the yeah. forums. Yep, which I just updated his bio on our webpage. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he said, like, I don't know, 
I don't even know how many words, 2,000 words. <laughs> I had nice. to take that and make it into like 20. <laughs> so I put like 10% of what he wrote. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's this general message still comes through. Um, rcheliehangouts.com forum under RC Heli Hangouts main section, podcast corner, free for RC podcast is next to our friends, the RC Heli Hooligans podcast. Walton Head. The Full Pitch podcast. Jimmy Jones. Jimmy Jones. Jimmy Jones. Jimmy Jones. Scott Trank. Mm-hmm. And Telerotor Podcast. Michael, Mike, and Robert. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then also definitely give our fellow podcasters an arm. Uh the BKRC podcast. Bert and Kyle. Yep. Uh High Voltage Podcast. With Bobby Watts. Uh let's see here. The RC Roundtable. With the uh, I'm not sure. Fitz, Fitz, Lee, and Terry. Fitz. Yes, Fitz, Lee, and Terry. Okay. Hey, Terry and Lee are going to be at AMA East as uh, speakers. Oh, really? So oh, yeah. Know. Oh, cool. Nice. We should, uh, we should meet them. Check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. And the last one, we'll put some Angle of Attack. You know, they do a good show, too. Angle of Attack and our buddies at mm-hmm. uh, the RC After Hours. Yep. Yeah. And RC Chris, After Mike, Yeah. Andre. Yep. Yeah. Dude, that show was fun. There was. We got we got to do it again, and I, you know what? Like the next time, I think we do it is when we we should all like in the springtime, you know, drive up, meet up with them. Oh, you know, dude, that would be buy. phenomenal. I, we got to see when Andre comes down because that way we can all be there. You know, it'd be great. And, and I think he comes down in May. In May, we can make that happen. No, that would be great. And you know, Steve and I, we've talked about doing that with the FT guys a couple of times at Flight Fest. I mean, mm-hmm. we talked to Stefan one time, and we're like. We should walk, you know, pick a weekend. We'll come out and we'll, we'll all do some flying and just hang out and have a good time and maybe do a podcast yeah. together. And I mean, those guys yeah. are so busy, but I think it would be it would be great, man. It'd be great to do. Yeah, it. I think it'd be great, and also be great to like, you know, because we have the heli content down. Like, we, you know, we can we can provide that for them. So yeah, like you know, and they don't they don't they get they get the bits of like the intro stuff, and they had they had some episodes with you know a three D pilot. Um, you know, maybe a refresh. It's, but it's they don't. Now. They don't know that we don't know what we're doing. No, fake it till you make it. Exactly. If there's one thing I learned in 2018, it's fake it till you make it. <laughs> That's one thing I learned when I was like 17. <laughs> like everything's fake until I make it. I don't. I don't know. Well, I'm sorry. I'm a slow learner. I, learned- I guess. <laughs> Either that, or I haven't been faking it. <laughs> well, you're just that talented. You didn't have to fake it. That's hey, that's, Kevin. That's true. I'd- I just learned that last July when I started the show, so you're you're not alone. Okay, awesome. <laughs> I didn't know you could fake it till you make it. Yeah, I, I thought you had to make it before you fake it. But what I was going to say is that you know, since Flight Test is carrying all these helicopter brands on their store, they should uh, you know, we could go out there and do a little episode or two for them if they wanted. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Show them basic setups and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like more than just like your your traditional, you know, blade manual, right? Because it's just it's, they're selling all these different brands now and and all these kit helis too. So to kind of go into like what are what are the main things going from uh, a ready to fly or buy and fly to a kit helicopter? You have to consider. Mm-hmm. So you know that's a that's a good episode right there, just on the transition of of going from something that's pre built to something that you have to build and you have to have some foresight in like your electronics you're installing your how you're setting things up you know so yeah, yeah. 
for sure. Cool, man. All right. Thanks to our listener. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Free our skies. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Dude, fucking Mike killed me. <laughs> I can't get over that shit. You guys are killing me just because I'm an idiot. You don't have to call me out on the show. <laughs> uh, Sorry. Nah, that's all right. You know, I love you. I have to do. I have to shovel the driveway after. I'm gonna have to do it in the morning before the wife leaves, and maybe take the wife to work. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna yeah, be Maria, out there shoveling. Up Maria, and she's like, oh, "I'm sliding all over the place. I'm gonna crash the car." And I'm like, "Drive slower. <laughs> drive slower. Your tires are kind of bald, so just drive slower." What fun is that? Are they baloney skins? Like we used to drive on? No, I don't know. I call it Bologna. Bologna? For those of our cool. California listeners, that's bologna, compressed meat. I don't think it's legal in California anymore. To have it causes a cancer. To have a bologna sandwich, it only causes cancer in California. <laughs> hey, I eat a fried bologna sandwich today, actually. Nice. Yeah. I had a peanut butter and banana sandwich, cottage fries, spicy beef burger. Oh, right. <laughs> I had a turkey sandwich Chicken today. finger loo, falafel sandwich, and one baconless tomato sandwich. Forget- Welcome to Eat with Free Fall. Forget that. I hate those vegetables. Uh, baked potato with sour cream and chives, <clears throat> triple cheeseburger, Monte Cristo, and a small diet cola. A liter cola. I was going to say, do you have a liter of cola? <laughs> small diet cola. <laughs> Well, that's no fun. Um, I don't know what a liter is. That's what the king We have a eat, large man. and a medium. <laughs> you being from Tennessee should know that, man. Peanut What's butter, that? Peanut butter banana sandwich? I know. That's what I said. All right. All right. That was the king sandwich, right? That was the king. Followed by everything yeah. else I mentioned. Yeah. I know. I've heard of him. All right. Ready? That's Elvis, Steve. I know. Steve was going to name his son Elvis. No. Nice. No. <laughs> no. Elvis Yoon. <laughs>